The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Occasions for stumbling are bound to come, but woe to anyone by whom they come. It would be better for you if a millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea than for you to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Be on your guard. If another disciple sins, you must rebuke the offender, and if there is repentance, you must forgive. And if the same person sins against you seven times a day and turns back to you seven times and says, I repent, you must forgive. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we begin reading from St. Paul's letter to Titus. It's one of the letters Paul wrote toward the end of his ministry, probably between the years 63 to 66 AD. He was martyred in 67. So this would be around the same time he wrote 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. Paul knows that he is not going to be around much longer, and he needs to make sure there's apostolic succession. Paul was an apostle, therefore a bishop, and so he appoints various people that he trusts, such as Timothy, who he formed and anointed as a bishop, but also Titus. In this case, Titus is on the Mediterranean island, which is largely Greek, which means they don't have a lot of formation. So there would be immorality and all kinds of apostasy, strange doctrines going on. So he writes this letter to Titus, who is on the island of Crete, and he's basically saying, I need you to form communities of faith and then appoint priests in each of these towns or communities so that there is formation. That would imply that Titus is already a bishop, as Timothy was. In this way, we see apostolic succession, where the faith is passed on, and, of course, continues to this day. But now the question is, who should qualify for a position of leadership like a bishop? And this would apply to every one of us, whether we're leaders in our family, community, anywhere. Basically, Paul is going to tell Titus that he wants leaders not just exercising authority out of an office, but out of their own holiness character, so that they exercise influence by the way they conduct themselves. That way they will have followers. That's the way Paul lived. Paul had all kinds of followers because of his holiness. He also had a lot of detractors because they saw that influence. So Paul tells Titus for a bishop to qualify, and again this would apply to any one of us leaders, he must not be arrogant or quick-tempered or addicted to wine or violent or greedy for gain, but must be hospitable, a lover of goodness, prudent, upright, devout, and self-controlled. This is the call to holiness that Vatican II certainly talked about quite a lot because we're in this new age of evangelization. 
And there's no way each of us or any of us can evangelize unless we do so out of our own holiness. That's the first order of mission. Have our own soul turn toward God in such a radical way that people will follow because they see Christ living in us and the power of the Holy Spirit through us. Also, Paul tells Titus, whoever this leader is that you're appointing, in this case be the priest in each of these towns, he must have a firm grasp of the word that is trustworthy in accordance with the teaching so that he will be able to both preach with sound doctrine and refute those who contradict it. Again, we're called to know the faith, to have a reason for the hope within us, to be able to articulate the kerygma. So we continue reading the Bible every day and the catechism and through our prayers, we're being formed in holiness. Now in the gospel, Jesus addresses the same problem and he says, woe to anyone who, because of their sin, causes scandal. It would be better that person be thrown into the depth of the sea with a millstone hung around their neck. How applicable and relevant is that today where we have so-called leaders in the church and in the political world that cause scandal. They are anti-leaders, causing huge problems for would-be disciples. Many people will not come into the church because of the lack of good leaders. The answer is found in Psalm 24, again applied to each of us. It's our psalm today. Who shall ascend the mountain of the Lord? And who shall stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false. They will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, who seek the face of the God of Jacob. Again, very relevant our readings today to our present situation. Let's continue to grow in holiness, pray for each other, hold each other accountable, which is also what Jesus says. If you see someone that you know who is sinning, there is an obligation to point out the fault. That's one of the spiritual works of mercy. And if they repent, especially if they've hurt you, we're called to forgive. So let's thank God again for this word and may it form our lives. Let us pray.